Blog Talk Radio. so long, but you know, that was a classic Robin Williams movie. Good morning, Vietnam. You've not seen it. Well, why the hell not? It's a great one. <laughs> Welcome to The Balance. My name is Tom Mark Westell, President. Hey, we do this thing called The Balance every Saturday morning. Uh, high atop the Balance Studios in the west suburbs of Indianapolis. And uh, we we crisscross the nation here and the world. We do have some worldly listeners, believe it or not. Uh, But, uh, yeah, good to have you along. Today's going to be a great show. If I can talk, if I can talk, uh, we'll we'll, we'll get things started off here. Uh, we got a good show for you today. Going to jump into some fantasy football huddle. Uh, Couldn't get any of the... uh, Loser fantasy football owners in our leagues, or in any of my leagues, come on and talk. You know, they talk all kinds of smack. They talk all kinds of smack all week, but they won't come on out here and back it up. We'll have some some people on throughout the the year to talk uh, fantasy football. It is week one, people. Week one. We already know what happened with Kansas City and Detroit. We're going to get into a recap of that. Who should you have played? Who shouldn't you have played? Well, let's hope you didn't play Travis Kelsey. But uh, <laughs> he may have. He may have. Uh, but uh, uh, certainly he, he did not score you any fantasy points. And if he if he did, then I want to be in your league. Uh, and uh, so week one of the NFL season opens up. We have not forgot that. Ed Kratz is on a train on the way to uh, Boston, Mass., where he's covering the Philadelphia Eagles. Will they wake up uh, a startup? Uh, uh, week one. There we go. Wake up. Week startup. You know, so early in the morning, right? Uh, still drinking my Black Rifle coffee. So it's just some Black Rifle coffee. BlackRifleCoffee.com, by the way. We go get that. I get to Philadelphia Eagles. So he won't be able to join us today. Uh, but next week, we'll have uh, the gang all back uh, for some NFL talk and NFL football. Uh, but we do have Tony uh, Donahue of the Tony D Podcast and the Fan Place, our official IndyCar contributor. He'll join us uh, a little bit later on to break down Alex Blow's IndyCar Championship. And uh, where did you hear it first at? Where did you hear it first at? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. That's right. You didn't really hear it first from me. But last week, we I told you, I told you we should just go ahead and crown him. We don't need to have 
and that race in Portland to make it official. But it's official. Alex Blow, your 2020-23 uh, IndyCar champion. And then uh, to wrap it up and put a bowl on it for us, uh, we're going to be talking some NASCAR playoffs, people. That's right. Well, uh, we we're out in Kansas, and uh, Steve Wilson, editor-in-chief, uh, well, we're not out in Kansas, but Steve Wilson, editor-in-chief of SpeedwayDigest.com, the official, our official NASCAR contributor, uh, will join us and talk about how Xfinity is setting up their, their playoff lineup at the Kansas Motor Speedway. And then, of course, uh, NASCAR continues their uh, playoff. I mean, it's here. Yes, I know NASCAR has one of the longest seasons, but so does NBA. So does MLB. Really, maybe maybe we're just spoiled uh, with having uh, just ha- having NFL being. Well, now see, it's it's even it's even longer. It's even longer. My name's Tom Marquis, El Presidente. Make sure you grab yourself some Black Raffle Coffee. Go to blackraffle.coffee.com. We'll be right back right here on the Balance Radio Network. It's about to get good. Me cut the back. Nobody's even looking me in my eyes. Can you take my hand, finish my drink, say, shall we dance? Hell yeah. You know I love you, did I ever tell you? You make it better like that. Don't think I fit in at this party. National Guard is a reserve component of the United States Air Force and serves alongside active duty Air Force members in times of a national crisis. In addition, the Air Guard serves the state and local community in a wide range of capacities. The reason people join the Air Guard is as diverse as our members and includes such reasons as a deep desire to serve their country, money for college, travel, new job skills, and the pride that goes along with belonging to the greatest military organization in the world. I joined because I felt a calling to serve my country, but I didn't want to be far away from my family, so the Indiana Air National Guard was a perfect fit for me. With over 95 different career opportunities to choose from and 100% paid college tuition to any state-funded college, why not give us a call? Call 1-800-841-3103 or visit online at goang.com to find out more. Again, that's 1-800-841-3103. The Air National Guard, guarding America, defending freedom. When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can be confusing. Like Swedish techno confusing. Bark, bark, meow, meow. Dance with me, purple cow. Bark, bark, meow, meow. Ooh, you lovely cow. Geico makes it easy. With 24-7 access, all you have to do is go to Geico.com and you can save money on car insurance. It just makes sense. Unlike... You know, dance with me, purple cow. I like your mood. When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can be hard. Like early 90s heavy metal hard. I'm yelling and screaming and I'm loud. Roar. Geico makes it easy. You can review and update your policy or report a claim on Geico.com or the Geico mobile app. Because shouldn't we all have a little less stress in our lives? I'm not even upset about anything. Morning face. You get it when you don't sleep well. 
This is what happened to Linda. Morning, guys. Good morning. Ah, what is that thing? It's me, Linda. Oh, my God, it talks. Right. No, it's me, Linda, from HR. It looks hungry. Save the children. Save them. Stay back. I've got me. Ow, they're one of my eyes. We're moving. It's called beauty sleep for a reason. And there's never been a better time to get some. Get 20% off IKEA salt and mattresses. IKEA, love your home. Oh, hi. Uh, hey. I've seen on the board, do you guys have Black Rifle coffee here? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. We only carry good small batch coffee here. No. Well, it is great small batch coffee. Well, that really can't be unless it's fresh roasted, so I don't, you know. Well, it is fresh roasted. I don't, I don't think you know what that means. You know what this is? This is Masa Le Piquet, which of course in the Indonesian, like, oh, let me finish. In the Indonesian language, it's weasel coffee. You just made that up. No, it's been passed through their digestive tract. That's disgusting. And then it's nature's wet processing. Yeah, but is it good? I mean, it's all right. Are they investor philanthropists? Do they support good causes? Yeah, tons of causes. Veterans causes and first responder causes, but it doesn't matter because they make good coffee. So that's what I'm wanting. Do you have any? You know what? Actually, I'm, I'm just going to order it. They make it fresh and roasted. Okay. Right. Black Rifle Coffee. It's good. Searching, 
we have our savior in the number five, Anthony Richardson. I do want to believe that, people. I really, really deep down in my groin, I do want to believe that. But I just, we got to let it play out. And here's the thing, and I know you Colts fans are, are, are just so eager. You're so excited. You're so, he's going to get out there. For example, two plays in, he's going he's gonna to throw an interception. Why? Because <laughs> if he does what I saw him do in the preseason, he's passing the ball in the, in the first two plays. Yes, I'm, I'm being a little flamboyant. Yes, I realize that. But let's just give the kids some time to develop. And let's just not anoint him to be the next Peyton Manning. Because Peyton Manning is not coming back, people. He's gone. He gone. He done. We enjoyed him while he was here. Uh, but uh, we'll see what happens. Is he going to be another Patrick Mahomes? God, I I don't know. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, though, I, I you got you got to give him props if, you, if you've not seen the uh, Netflix uh, quarterback special uh, documentary, if you will, check it out. It's actually pretty good. Uh, they follow three quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, uh, uh, Marcus Mariota, which we're seeing at now, right? And uh, uh, Kirk Cousins. Uh, I learned a little, some weird uh, tendencies that Kirk Cousins had. But it goes behind this the scene of, of Patrick Mahomes. You know, great quarterback, but can he just not talk? Am I the only one that just like every time he talks? It, 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 it seems like he woke up and smoked five packs of marbles. <laughs> yeah, I am Patrick Mahomes. I can do it all. I'm the only one. Anyway, Patrick Mahomes did not have a very good night. Opening day, Lions. Certainly spoiled the Chiefs' celebration uh, of a Super t Bowl title rally, rally, uh, twenty-one to twenty in the NFL. What did we learn? What did we learn from that game? And I talked about this with some people in my fantasy league at work. One, we learned that the Detroit Lions are going to the Super Bowl this year. Two, we learned that that the Chiefs can't win without Travis Kelsey. And an inside joke that maybe you don't know, I won't reveal his name or his other name. Two people told me to bet the over at 53, and I did, and it didn't. And it didn't, people. It did not happen. <laughs> now, I'm not bitter. I did not, I did not lose that much. I only put $10 on it. You know, so I can't, I can't uh, complain too much, but hey, his, he gives me some good, uh, uh, gives me some good uh, uh, talk about here on the, on the show, right? Like I really need anything to talk about. But, you know, anytime you play in Arrowhead, I've never been there. I have to admit that it's a bucket list uh, stadium uh, that I want to go to. I remember a few years back when the Colts were in the playoffs. Yes, not really. There was a time. There was a world, people. 
when the Colts were in the playoffs. It's almost ready to go to the Super Bowl. And uh, they went to uh, Kansas City, and it was a snowstorm. It was a blizzard. We were going to make it happen. <laughs> it did not happen. It did not happen, people. As you know, clearly Kansas City went on to begin their da- dynasty. But, you know, I like Kansas City. I really do. They're 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 my second favorite AFC team. So, so anytime you play there at uh, Arrowhead Stadium, then you know you're you're going to. It's just going to be loud. It's going to be crazy, and you know the Lions. Well, they they created a Lions Den, if you will, in Kansas City. You know, Rick Riggin, good friend of the show, and he's our Notre Dame aficionado, uh, comes on from time to time and, and talks a little Notre Dame college football with us. Um, you know, he's a big Notre, Notre Dame fan as well. But he's also a uh, Detroit Lions fan. And, uh, you know, he's excited. They're going to the Super Bowl, like I just said. Remember last year? Remember last year when the Detroit Lions was like an exciting team to watch at the beginning? <laughs> and we said right here on the show. We literally said right here on the show. They don't realize that they they should be losing. <laughs> and then it happened. And then it happened. They lost. And the season started happening. So we're not going to be able to have Tony Donahue of the Tony D podcast uh, join us today. It turns out he has COVID. Wish him the best, uh, but I'm just now learning that, so he's not going to uh, be able to join us. So hope he feels better. Uh, I hope we're not getting, you know, I, there's a few people at, at work didn't come to work uh, this week because uh, of the COVID. I hope we're not getting back to that. I don't think so. People, let's not panic. Let's not panic. It is what it is. Anyway, wish the best uh, to Tony Donahue, the Tony D podcast, and uh, the the players' place to uh, feel better. Uh, but uh, you know, moving on, talking about uh, the uh, Lions and the Chiefs, Week One, Game One on Thursday. Why in my mind? And I, I there's probably a reason why I think this. I thought that. The Thursday night games were going to be on Prime. I guess it's only selected Thursdays that it's going to be on Prime. I, you know, usually I I, I, I pride myself in pretty much knowing everything. I mean, on loan from God and everything. So I pretty much pride myself, you know, like a lion. See what I did there? Talking about the Lions and the Chiefs, and then I brought up pride. This is why I should not be left to my own demise. I should not be left to my own demise. Actually, in all seriousness, it was a pretty good game to watch. Uh, You know, Mahomes finished with 226 passing yards, two touchdowns, despite his receivers dropping a slew of passes. Yes, can you you imagine dropping a pass from Patrick Mahomes? I mean, bet the over, they said. But it's a dynasty, they say. The Chiefs are on the way. This is the year where we'll see another undefeated team, they say. 
Oh, goodness, right? There's been all kinds all year long. Anticipation, anxiety, up to the game of Kansas City where the Chiefs uh, had, had celebrated their previous Lombardi trophy in the midst of a pandemic. And only about 18,000 fans were able to join, join in. Remember that? And they're coming back. They're coming back. Hundreds were tailgating outside Arrowhead Stadium. 14 hours before it could kick off. I'm not kidding you. I heard that. I think it was around 14 to 20 hours. People were, were already tailgating. I mean, I have to admit, that would be an experience. I would want to, I would want to partake in at, at Arrowhead. There's a few places that you really want to go uh, tailgate. And one of those being Arrowhead, another being Green Bay. And uh, another one, which I was able to do a few years ago, uh, and that's uh, tailgate up at Notre Dame in South Bend, Indiana, uh, for the Notre Dame name game. They played Virginia. Believe it or not, I think they lost that game. But what a great place to tailgate. Shotsky! Inside joke, I'll have to tell you that at, at some point. But, you know, going back to what did we learn? What did we learn uh, from Thursday night's game? That the Chiefs can't win without Travis Kelsey and, and Chris Jones, who happens to be in the midst of a contract holdout. So Jonathan Taylor isn't. The only oh wait wait Jonathan Taylor isn't on a hold out or a hold in, he's on a pop he he's 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 hurt he can't play. I wonder I wonder how quick he'd get better. If the Colts said you know what we're gonna go ahead and pay you what you want. In fact we're gonna even add a little bit more money to it a little bit more incentive incentives to it for you. I wonder if he'd he'd be touched by the Holy Spirit. And he'd be dancing because he's healed. He's healed. And our Savior's here with Anthony Richards. I wonder, just curious, if that's what would happen. But in all fairness, Travis Kelsey has been questionable for a little bit. I'm sure he'll be back. And I'm I'm, I'm sure the the smack talk of of the Kansas City Chiefs continuing their dynasty We'll stop, you know, but, you know, there's some facts to consider for the Chiefs this season. Here's what we predict. <laughs> that Patrick Mahomes this season's worst record will have the worst record in the NFL. And he'll have the most interceptions in the NFL. More incompletions than any other quarterback, averaging a six, a pick six per game. And... Uh, <laughs> I've still never beaten Jared Goff the entire season. That's uh, that's our anticipation uh, for uh, the, the Kansas City Chiefs and uh, Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Now, I'm not really a Patrick Mahomes hater. It's just Saturday morning, and I'm I'm chugging down my black rifle coffee, and you know, I, I it's it's hot take city today. It is hot take city. Tony Donahue can't join us. I mean, 
Does he get COVID? Does he get a raspy voice? I'm gonna go with it. But you know, you know, you never know. You never know. You might be nursing a hangover. And, and here's the thing: you can literally come on this show and nurse a hangover. I've done it. Believe me. We'll be right back right here on the Balance Radio Network. We'll get into some fantasy football talk, get you set up for week one right here on the Balance Radio Network. Yeah, I took the rear view off of this so forward, so I only see him in front of me. Now the past is out of sight and out of mind. Swore I'd change, now I'm back chasing these white lines. I'm just a long-haired son of a sinner, searching for new. component of the United States Air Force and serves alongside active duty Air Force members in times of a national crisis. In addition, the Air Guard serves the state and local community in a wide range of capacities. The reason people join the Air Guard is as diverse as our members and includes such reasons as a deep desire to serve their country, money for college, travel, new job skills, and the pride that goes along with belonging to the greatest military organization in the world. I joined because I felt a calling to serve my country, but I didn't want to be far away from my family, so the Indiana Air National Guard was a perfect fit for me. With over 95 different career opportunities to choose from and 100% paid college tuition to any state-funded college, why not give us a call? Call 1-800-841-3103 or visit online at goang.com to find out more. Again, that's 1-800-841-3103. The Air National Guard, guarding America, defending freedom. 
I can't believe it. I've been playing four on four with a barbershop quartet. Nah, I can't believe how easy it was to save hundreds of dollars on my car insurance with Geico. Yeah. Believe it. Geico could save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more unbelievable Geico video. Morning face. You get is when you don't sleep well. This is what happened to Linda. Morning, guys. Good morning. Ah, what is that thing? It's me, Linda. Oh, my God, it talks. Run! No, it's me, Linda, from HR. It looks hungry. Save the children. Save them. Stay back. I've got It's called beauty sleep for a reason. And there's never been a better time to get some. Get 20% off IKEA Sultan mattresses. IKEA. Love your home. Oh, hi. Uh, I've seen on the board, do you guys have Black Rifle coffee here? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. We only carry good small batch coffee here. Well, it is great small batch coffee. Well, that really can't be unless it's fresh roasted, so I don't, you know. Well, it is fresh roasted. I don't, I don't think you know what that means. You know what this is? This is Masa Le Piquet, which of course in the Indonesian language, oh, let me finish, in the Indonesian language, it's weasel coffee. You just made that up. No, it's been passed through their digestive tract. That's disgusting. And then it's nature's wet processing. Yeah, but is it good? I mean, it's all right. Are they investor philanthropists? Do they support good causes? Yeah, tons of causes. Veterans causes and first responder causes, but it doesn't matter because they make good coffee. So that's what I'm wondering. Do you have any? You know what, actually, I'm, I'm just gonna order it. They make it fresh and roasted. Okay. Right. Black Rifle Coffee. It's good. IndyCar contributor to talk a little bit about uh, Alex Pelot's IndyCar championship and uh, a little bit about the funny season. Because, uh, yeah, that's right. It's, it's begun already. We still have one more race, though, down in Laguna this week. Uh, Laguna Seca out in Southern Cali. Uh, going back to Cali. Uh, but, uh, you know, he can't join us. He has the COVID, he says. Got the cooties. Actually, you know, I do hope he feels better. I mean, I don't wish that on anybody. Uh, but, uh, yeah, 
Uh, he can't join us, so you stuck with me. It's okay. We got we got a lot of fantasy football to talk about. I, I I'm 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 done swinging on uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes and and the Chiefs. I'm done for now. Okay, we'll take a break. I don't know. I really don't. I haven't broke down how many. We maybe we I can check here in a minute. I don't know how many points that fantasy football uh, uh, points that Patrick Mahomes got you or Jared Goff, or whoever. But I, I could tell you who didn't, who did not get you any points, Travis Kelsey. I guess his brother has a uh, Amazon Prime special coming up. Ed Kratz is on a, a train to Boston now. He's just outside of New York City. Uh, he was texting me. Uh, you should go ahead and jump on. You're just sitting on your ass on the train. Yeah, it's no signal. I, I I question that. My conspiracy hat comes on. If you're on a train going Philadelphia to Boston, and you have no signal, no signal. How are you how are you freaking texting me then? Oh, it's it's on a it's on a hate world. On the hate world for the, the ballots today. Everybody's out to get us. That's okay. We stick together. We unite, right? We unite. We're still the best damn podcast this side of the Pecos. Hey, thanks for listening, by the way. If you're listening to us on your podcast right now, the great thing about it is our show is our podcast. We don't do any of that fancy, dancy editing one because I don't know how. Kidding. Of course I know how. Why would I want to? Why would I want to uh, cheat you of the Saturday morning fun that we're having right now on our live podcast? So either A, you're listening to us live on Blog Talk Radio, or you're listening to us on podcasts, which a lot of you do. So thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, you guys are you guys are the reason why I get up and drink my black coffee in the morning. Black Rifle Coffee, which also happens to be black. Like my coffee strong and black like my women. Uh-huh. Yes, that's a movie reference. It's a movie reference. Airplane. That's right. Don't come don't come hating at me. That's a music reference. Re- There's a lot of movies that can't be made these days. Won't even go into them. But Blazing Saddles, one of my favorites. Can't be made these days. I can't. I can't even begin to do a movie reference from Blazing Saddles. Just can't. And that sucks, by the way, because that's one of the funniest movies you'll ever watch. And I know I'm gonna. I'm, I know you're gonna lynch mob. Oh, I can't even say that word these days. I I, I know I'm, I'm gonna get crucified for saying that uh, Blazing Saddles is one of the funniest movies of, of all time. But it was. I think so. I think so. Keep the keep the pitchforks back, people, because you can do it. The music, movie reference. See what I did there? Pitchfork. You can do it. Waterboy. Remember that? That's right. I could I could just go on and on and continue uh, to amaze you with my movie reference. I can do it. 
but I won't. I promise you. We are going to be talking with Steve. As far as I know, he doesn't have the COVID. We are going to be talking. I shouldn't make jokes about that, should I? We are going to be talking to uh, Steve Wilson, editor-in-chief of SpeedwayDigest.com, your one source for NASCAR. He's going to be joining us. We're going to be talking about playoffs in Kansas uh, and Kansas it's Kansas Motor Speedway. And the Xfinity also uh, began to set off up their playoff lineup, so we're going to get into that conversation. And the playoffs are also continuing week two in uh, NASCAR. Uh, I forgot that our producer and awesome social media director, Melissa, Tennessee grad, by the way. No, she's not a grad. She's a fan. I'm sorry. I just corrected myself. Sorry. Nonetheless, that's Patrick Mahomes. Got her 23 points. So there you go. In spite of it all, in spite of me uh, betting the over at 50 uh, from the evaluation fantasy football owners that I work with, oh, pile on the over, they said. I did. $10, though. Lost it. I'll never get it back. Never get it back. It's almost a case of beer. Man, don't go be messing with my beer, boys. What do you want to bet? I find enough money somewhere in the in the cushions or underneath the mattress to, to buy another case of beer. What do you what What are the odds that that, that is going to uh, going to happen? All right, it's fantasy football. It is week one, people. It is week one. Where do you stack up? I did a trade this week, and I and I got rid of uh, Jalen Waddle just to strengthen my bench because I do have a, a pretty solid starting rotation, a pretty solid uh, running back position. So I did trade off Jalen Waddle in one of my one of my leagues. So um, we'll see. Well, will I go back to uh, – uh, will I go back and say, oh, damn it, I shouldn't have done that. But it's week one. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle hope for Chargers uh, for a Chargers track meet. Stephon Diggs and Garrett Wilson square off. Monday night football, Deontay Johnson looks to put his shaky 2022 behind him. What's happening with you, you guys in your uh, – Fantasy football league. Uh, if you got Justin Jefferson, you better be playing him against Tampa Bay. I have Jamar Chase playing Cleveland. Of course, I'm playing him. Got Derek Hill, C.C. Lamb, A.J. Brown, um, Amon St. Brown, Jalen Waddell, Devontae Adams, Chris Olive, and Stephon Diggs. Garrett Wilson and Devontae Smith. Those are all players you should be in your starting lineup weekend, week one of the fantasy football world. They should be your starting in your starting rotation if you've got them, along with Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, uh, T. Higgins, and Calvin Ridley. All should be there for you in week one. But here's the thing, and I always tell uh, fantasy owners this, and I and I try to practice what I preach when it comes to this. Let's not get all shaky dakey. And I and I say that after I just said I traded before even my first game. Yes, to strengthen my bench and you know, 
there's a lot of people who trade before the season starts. What my think, my thought process is though, what my thought process is, you got to give them time to shake a, shake the dust off their boots. Rick has a saying I can never remember it. Knock the rust off of something off it. I'll have to get with him and ask him what his saying is. Knock the, the boxing things. Knock, knock the rust off the ring. I don't. Either which way, give them time to get adjusted uh, for for the 2023 season. Let's not get all uh, fancy and cute and say, hey, I'm dropping this person to pick up this person because of whatever, because they're on the waiver or because I, I didn't like how they performed or, or they didn't score me any points. Well, that's what your bench is for. You run, your, run your fantasy league however you want, however you want. Hopefully, you were in a position in the draft, you were able to stack your players up, where you're able to, you know, play, okay, let's play this guy one week, this guy another week, let's see if it works. And yes, you might go 0-3 at the beginning of the, of the year. That's nothing like the regular NFL. You can go 0-3 in your fantasy league and still turn out completely fine. Long about the third week, though, if if your players are starting to, you know, show whatever reason that you you do not know how to draft a player and you're out there playing them you got to get rid of them that's when i would start looking at changes looking at the waiver wire and and think about it like this if you lose and you go well with three look at where you're going to be at the waiver wire mostly you're going to be right up there you, you can have your pick of the litter That's the pick of the litter that's left from people who were did a smart draft. You were the idiot that drafted whoever. Now you got now you got now you got problems in week three. You're zero and three. Uh, but really, the the week one NFL schedule for 2023 season is is it's got some great matchups and uh, you know and, and we'll we'll try to have some of it posted up on. On social media, there's a lot of different uh, places to go. You know, obviously NFL.com, ESPN. Those are all uh, great places to to follow. Uh, you know, fantasy pros are all good ones in, in, to to follow and to to look at. Let's let's look at some matchups that I'm looking at, um, and we'll see where, where we're at, and we'll look at the spread as well. Um, I also wanted to get to some college football pickums. You know, so. Uh, I do want to get to a couple of games. Obviously, Notre Dame not too worried about. They got an early morning game, but Georgia, Ball State not too worried about. But there's some games I wanted to get to, and I'll and I'll run you through the spread on those if if we can get to those here in a minute. But we'll get them we'll get them up here. So I'll try to I'll try to speed through this so we can get into some NASCAR talk too. No pun intended. Uh, but uh, let's let's take a look at the the 49ers at the Steelers. The, the spread there is two and a half. At, 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 Total 41 points. Um, you know, while Kenny Prickett and uh, Kenny Prickett and Brock Purdy um, were selected 242 picks apart, the uh, in the 2022 draft, each enter this season with as the incumbent starting quarterback for for the organization. So, really, here here's here's what I want to find out. Nick Bosa is he is he worth the money? Got his money. He's now one of the highest, highest paid uh, 
players in the NFL. He got his money. He held out. So, damn it, I'm going to get my money. Thank you for encouraging uh, Jonathan Taylor there, Nick Bosa. Oh, that's right. I digress. Jonathan Taylor's hurt. He's not on the contract holdout. Sorry. Nick Bosa got paid this week, though. He's at the bank cashing all those zeros. Will he pull a T.J. Watt playing in the opening room and posting multiple sacks just days after signing his big contract? Five years, $170 million with the 49ers. Not bad, people. Not bad. Nine months later, he's going to be going on maternity leave. <laughs> you see that with the Phillies player? Uh, I can't remember what the contract extension was, but it was like 300 and some odd million over five years or something. Very high lucrative contract with the Philadelphia Phillies. <laughs> he just announced that he's going on maternity leave nine months to the day. But, you know, I mean, the, the Niners certainly expect that, hey, we're paying you all that money. Let's get you in there. But he's been on holdout, so that beer belly, you know, it's only gotten bigger, right? That's, that's a good thing about being a lineman, a defensive lineman. You don't have to get rid of that beer belly. You don't have to have that six-pack. So we'll see. You know, and, and, and really, I mean, again, we go back to, you know, going back to the fantasy world. The 49ers have one of the toughest run defenses in the league. And they allowed the allowed their fewest rushing yards, 1,014 rushing, to running backs last season. So there's that. And, and if you're looking at a betting this game, I don't know. I, I kind of want to stay away from a, a two-point, what, what did I say, two-and-a-half-point spread. Uh, yeah, two-and-a-half-point spread. Uh, it's too close for me. I like to have a little room to breathe. That's right. Bet the over at 53. Do that with the Lions. <laughs> I can't get over it. I can't get over it. Uh, but Pittsburgh is 3-0 and against the spread in, in, in its past three Week 1 games. San Francisco is 0-3 against the spread in Week 1 uh, during the, the, the span. So if you were going to hold that to your theory, and thinking, uh, go with Pittsburgh on that. Uh, but I, I, I like the Steelers here, 21-17 uh, type of game. Uh, I think a lot of people like the Steelers. What about the Browns? Uh, certainly uh, Joe Burrow. You should have him on in your fantasy lineup as well. Miles Granite, Granite, Garrett, there we go. I, I think, though, that this inter interstate rivalry, if you will, will continue. Uh, I'll get through this game here, and then I'll get over to some college football. Uh, but I, I think that this, that the Bengals will remain winless at Cleveland. The Browns have won five straight games versus the Bengals, which led for the longest home winning streak by either team in, in the history of the rivalry. Giddy up and go. But one of the things, some things to look at, in, in this game, no player has posted a higher pass rush win rate against a single opponent than Garrett against the Bengals in 2017. 31%. Uh, he, he has recorded 11 sacks in nine games over that span, and, and Cleveland is 7-2 and two in those games. So that's something to look at when going into the, the game. The, in the fantasy world, real quickly, and I do want to get over this college football world. I know I, I digress and I just ramble on. 
but Cleveland running back Nick Chubb should have him in your starting lineup. Uh, has averaged 17.4 fantasy points in nine career games against the Bengals. So see what happens there. Uh, divisional uh, Nuggets, they are 7-0 and against uh, against the spread in week one over the past five years. Uh, they are 15-2-1 against the spread since 2012 and 21-5 against the spread since 2009. I look at the Bengals to win. 23 points from your tight game. Uh, uh, Adam Jividen, uh might disagree with me on that, but we'll, we'll see where we're at. Moving over to some college football. Here's what I got for you. Here's some blood locks for you. Uh, UNLV, Michigan, the spread's 35 and a half. Go with the number two uh, to, 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 win that, to win that match up. If Michigan Wolverines, they must win by at least 36 points when I say that, okay? Going down to Tulane and Washington, and I'm going a little bit against the spread here. This is one of those games maybe stay away from. Well, go ahead if you're gonna if you're gonna make a pick on that, go with the uh, Tulsa. The, the the spread on that is 34 and a half. They've got to win by 35. Uh, North Carolina uh, against a, against the Appalachian State Mountaineers. People, Appalachian State's not going to come back with that last uh, goal at, at the timer to to beat Michigan. That's not happening this year. Although that is a great uh, a game in history to talk about. Uh, Appalachian State, the spread there is 15 and a half. I would go with North Carolina, and they got to win by 16. Moving down to Oklahoma Sooners and the SMU Mustangs. SMU is a great team to watch this year. They're going to be an exciting team to watch. Don't bet them this year against the spread against the Sooner. The Sooners, uh, they're both 1 and 0, but I would I would stick with the Sooners for a safe bet, and uh, they got to win by 17. Here's an interesting game to watch. Uh, as is every week when you have Texas and Alabama in their own rights. But when they come together, Texas and Alabama, uh, it's always a, a matchup. Uh, Texas is on the road at Alabama. I'm going to go, and I know people are going to disagree with me here, but the spread is seven and a half. I'm going to go ahead and go with Texas to win by eight. My name is Tom Marcos, El Presidente. We are going to get back here with uh, uh Steve Wilson, Editor-in-Chief of Speedway Digest. What's going on in Kansas? We'll be right back right here on the Balance Radio Network. Hi, this is a good one, kind of groove. National Guard is a reserve component of the United States Air Force and serves alongside active duty Air Force members in times of a national crisis. In addition, the Air Guard serves the state and local community in a wide range of capacities. The reason people join the Air Guard is as diverse as our members and includes such reasons as a deep desire to serve their country, money for college, travel, new job skills, and the pride that goes along with belonging to the greatest military organization in the world. I joined because I felt a calling to serve my country, but I didn't want to be far away from my family. 
so the Indiana Air National Guard was a perfect fit for me. With over 95 different career opportunities to choose from and 100% paid college tuition to any state-funded college, why not give us a call? Call 1-800-841-3103 or visit online at goang.com to find out more. Again, that's 1-800-841-3103. The Air National Guard, guarding America, defending freedom. Morning face. You get it when you don't sleep well. This is what happened to Linda. Morning, guys. Good morning. Ah, what is that thing? It's me, Linda. Oh, my God, it talks. Run! No, it's me, Linda, from HR. It looks hungry. Save the children. Save them. Stay back. I've got it's called beauty sleep for a reason. And there's never been a better time to get some. Get 20% off IKEA salt and mattresses. IKEA. Love your home. Oh, hi. Uh, hey. I've seen on the board. Do you guys have Black Rifle coffee here? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. We only carry good small batch coffee here. Huh? Well, it is great small batch coffee. Well, that really can't be unless it's fresh roasted, so I don't, you know. Well, it is fresh roasted. I don't, I don't think you know what that means. You know what this is? This is Masa Lekwa Pique, which of course in the Indonesian language, oh, let me finish, in the Indonesian language, it's weasel coffee. You just made that up. No, it's been passed through their digestive tract. That's disgusting. And then it's nature's wet processing. Yeah, but is it good? I mean, it's all right. Are they investor philanthropists? Do they support good causes? Yeah, tons of causes. Veterans causes and first responder causes. But it doesn't matter because they make good coffee. So that's what I'm wanting. Do you have any? You know what? Actually, I'm, I'm just going to order it. They make it fresh and okay. roasted. Right. Black Rifle Coffee. It's good. Welcome back to The Balance. My name is Tom Mark Mazzell, Presidente. Thank you to all that have joined us. Oh, that's right. It's me. You've had me uh, for the last 90 minutes or so. So it's 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 time to bring uh, somebody else on uh, with us who doesn't have COVID, uh, Steve Wilson of SpeedwayDigest.com, our official NASCAR contributor. How are you, sir? Doing all right. How about yourself? Good, good. Uh, glad you don't have the COVID. Uh, Tony Donahue. He was supposed to join us, but he's got the COVID. So I don't wish that on anybody. But, uh, you know, we're ready to wrap things, uh, start to wrap the regular season up with NASCAR. Uh, Kansas is where is where NASCAR's at this week. Uh, they was getting ready to set the lineup for the Xfinity uh, Series. I know you've had a lot of traveling going on, uh, but Kansas is a great racetrack. Talk with us a little bit about Kansas. A lot of exciting things can happen in Kansas, and we'll get into the, these uh, playoffs. A break uh, a breakdown, sir. And by the way, good to have you back. Good to have you back. Thank you. You know, it's uh, you know, last week coming out of Darlington, you you had Denny Hamlin uh, winning that thing, and you know, uh, it, it was kind of inevitable about the fact that in the Xfinity Series race between him and Kyle Busch, a couple of us, Kyle Larson, and others that were in that race, that it was going to be a 
Cup Series driver kind of winning that thing. So this week uh, gets to reset the table a little bit, and all these Xfinity Series drivers that are trying to compete there uh, for for to, for their playoffs that are trying to wrap them up and get them going. Um, you know, Kansas is just a is a different place. There's a lot of high speeds that happen there, and uh, easily you can get loose all by yourself out there, wreck yourself, get up into the wall, and there's a little bit of attrition that goes into that. So, um, you know, there's you know we've already seen it last night, yesterday in the Truck Series race with Matt Crafting uh, getting loose in practice wrecking his truck, having to go to a backup, and then ultimately um, one of the first two drivers out of the championship playoffs for the truck series. So, you know, uh, Xfinity Series and Cup Series kind of have the same thing, uh, but, you know, for for drivers that are trying to move on in Xfinity Series, and, you know, there's not a whole lot of room to to, for errors at this moment. So kind of take some heat from uh, Matt Crafting yesterday and, them wrecking their truck out. Um, and then we saw a little bit of that yesterday in the ARCA race, too, with uh, Frankie Munoz and others that um, were just getting real, real loose out there and smacking the wall and kind of ending their day uh, and making Frankie Munoz's case. But, yeah, it, it, you know, yesterday, um, going back to Matt Craft and just one more, one more second on that, you know, they pulled a backup out there, uh, trying to get it ready for the race last night. Got only about 85% or so of the truck ready to go. Pulled parts and pieces off the, the uh, off their main truck that had been wrecked and still only got about 85% of it done and sent him out there. And they worked on it throughout the race. So, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, thrashing for those guys. And, you know, got to give them a lot of props for being able to do what they did last night, even though that they didn't make it on uh, to the next round of the playoffs. Well, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the importance of Kansas. We're starting with the uh, Xfinity race. Uh, we're going to know, we're going to have our playoff grid with the Xfinity series today. Uh, we already know that we have 10 drivers that have clinched uh, the 12 driver postseason field. That means there's two left to go. Uh, and those can come from a number of combinations. But let's talk a little bit about Daniel Hemrick, Bradley Hurst, and Parker Clover, all of those uh, could uh, clinch with points. And Daniel Hemrick uh, could clinch regardless of, of the finish, and that's a, a, one of the 12 that I think we need to look at. So Daniel Hemrick, Riley Hurst, Parker Kilgerman, Kil- uh, which one of those make it in, which uh, – or, or maybe two of them make it in. I'm not sure, but which uh, which two of those? I think our our 12 will be finished up from those three. If I'm wrong, please certainly uh, tell me tell me that because you know certainly you look at Daniel Hammond across the board. There's so many different ways that he can get into the playoffs. Uh, pretty pretty sure pretty certain saying that. Yeah, his spot is his to lose, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think I hope with Daniel Hammer's case, where he only needs one point to get in, he can very readily do that in the first few stages, uh, just for these stage points alone. So um, I, I I think you know that that's basically a tenth place finish in, in in one of the stages, and he's good to go. Now, once we go back to uh, Riley Herbst and uh, uh, Parker Hugerman. The two of them really need a lot of help in in order to kind of uh, be there. Um, one of the two um, 
you know, not only between their respective finishing positions and some help as far as uh, stage points go, but they need some help in, in the fact of um, somebody like a previous winner or something like that uh, in order to make sure that they get in. Um, it, it, you know, there's, there's, you know, if somebody, if there's a new winner out there, um, then neither one of them are going to make this thing in. So they really need somebody out there that's like Justin Allgaier or Austin Hill or somebody like that that has already won this season. You know, somebody that is already uh, wrapped up and ready to go for the playoffs. Um, and, you know, between Riley Herbst and uh, Parker Coyerman, too, they also have to stay out of uh, trouble. And, uh, exactly. you know, the two of them have been uh, uh, kind of a magnet for trouble through the season. And, you know, they've you know, we 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 saw this at uh, we saw this at Darlington, the Xfinity Series race. That you know, uh, you know, where they they were kind of really put behind the eight ball in, in a lot of this. So, you know, they've kind of been put in this position on their own by being in trouble throughout the the season. And you know, if uh, you know any mistake out there, if they get in a wreck, anything that happens like that, then they're going to have a lot of trouble being able to get in. But um, you know, it's it's really honestly just going to come down to the fact of um hoping that somebody, uh, 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 somebody like Austin Hill that has won multiple times this season is it takes home the victory over uh somebody that hasn't. So, but I think Daniel Daniel Hamrick at this moment is going to be safe. So we'll it's now really just coming down to the fact of do we get a new winner and uh, they lock themselves in or do we. Uh, did they get some help in in, in uh, Justin Allgaier or Austin Hill or somebody like that uh, taking the victory home? And you know, what the two of them are also going to need some stage points too um, to be ahead of one another uh, or to 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 be there closer to that position so that they are in the playoffs. So, uh, and, and I mean, when I say that, I mean uh, either Riley Herbst or uh, um, Park Klingerman are also going to need some stage points too. So there's a combination of a things that need to happen for the two of them, uh, one of the two of them to make it in. Well, you know, again, so I guess we're down to one. I, I mean, I think we're pretty safe in saying anything can happen. Anything can happen. You know, I think we're pretty safe in saying that Daniel Hemrick's going to make it in. So we're down to one. And so if Riley Hurst, for example, gets a win, or Parker Kligerman, or Brandon Jones, Brett Moffitt, uh, uh and a number of others, a handful of other, Jeremy Clements gets a win, they're in. Uh, that would be our, uh, our second. But also, you mentioned help from Austin Hill. There also could be some help there with John Hunter Namacek. He uh, can only get in with some help. But I've been, a lot, I've been a, having a lot of fun watching John Hunter Namacek. He's going places, and I really like him. Let's talk a little, about, a little bit about John Hunter Namacek's season. He's He's had his ups and flows, but he does have an opportunity if he gets some help along the way to get in the playoffs. Maybe not, but, you know, I, I've become a fan this year of, of John Hunter Namacek. He's an easy guy to like. Yeah, I mean, you know, John Hunter Namacek, is, uh, you know, we saw him last season with multiple wins, and he was kind of the perennial favorite throughout a majority of the season last year in 2022 so you know it, it you know it's um yeah he didn't win that thing but at the same time it, it you know he he seemed to be the one that everybody was chasing last year and 
kind of the perennial favorite again this year. Um, you know, Jogo's racing kind of as a whole in some ways this year. Um, we we we've seen, you know, we've seen what they've done. We we we've seen what Denny did just last week um, at. Um, at Darlington, and we also saw that um, John, yeah, John Hunter Nemechek started next to him last week too. So, um, you know, he's he's been, you know, a driver that we've been watching throughout the season, and you know, here we are at this point in the season, getting ready to go into the playoffs, and you know, um, not always do we see. You know, have we seen John Hunter Nemechek up there contending for the wins like we did last year? So, you know, again, I think, uh, you know, uh, for John, I think he, um, I'm trying to, is he already locked in? I can't even remember. Is it John is he Hunter locked Nemechek in at this point? No, he, he only, he, he needs a little help along the way, but he's not clinched in yet. As far as I know, I haven't seen. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I can. I can't remember if he. Uh, oh, I was I was actually. I'll have, just, I'll, have, um, I'll have Melissa check into it. Melissa, can you check into? Oh yeah, no, he's no, he's already good. No, I'm sorry, he he won earlier this season. Sorry, he's uh, I I just I was uh, I went back and read the notes as we were talking about that. Um, I must have missed his name in there, but yes, he. He's already ready to go. So I mean, you're, you're right. you know, but again, he, he, you know, he can still clinch the championship though. Like I said, that's kind of what he needs help with. So yeah, sorry for uh, for driving the ship off the off the uh, road. Can the ship be on the road? Sorry for driving <laughs> the bus off the road. <laughs> Don't listen to me, man. I, I've been left to my own demise all all morning long. Go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah that now that yeah now as far as it now as far as it comes to the regular season championship yeah he um yeah I did see that I I had to go back I was like I was kind of a little bit confused when you said that about not being ready to uh, go and anyway yeah. hey, it's all right I'm not to get one. off on the subject don't ever listen to what I say don't ever listen to what I say go ahead buddy. <laughs> yeah, he's uh he's thirty eight points out from Austin Hill. Austin Hill's really been the the favorite this year, uh, unlike last year. Um, where we talked about John Hunter Nemechek I think week in and week out. Um, you know, we got we got to the summer series and got to Atlanta and, you know, went to, I think last year John Hunter Nemechek had won something by that point like four or five times. So but, you know, this year it's been Austin Hill has been the one that we've talked about week in and week out. He kicked the season off. He won the season opener, and he's won multiple times since, which has really put him in the position where he's 38 points ahead. So for John Hunter Nemechek to come out there and win the, the playoff um, or the regular season championship, he's really going to need uh, Austin Hill to, to basically wipe out in the first lap. So I think it's all but that in the fact that um, – you know, Austin Hill will become our regular season champion for the Xfinity Series. All right, let's move on to the, the Cup Series. Uh, we had some a little bit of drama with 23XI Racing in the number 23 Toyota team Friday after the car failed a NASCAR Cup Series pre-race inspection uh, on Friday uh, twice at Kansas. So now you've got a, a, a car chief and Bubba Wallace uh, 
having some issues uh, this weekend in Kansas. What's that all about? Um, well, you know, NASCAR has continued to take this uh, inspection thing seriously. And, you know, just, just this weekend that um, they they also announced in the Xfinity Series because they've had so many different people um, uh, failing inspections and having to go back through for sometimes minute things that, you know, we've we had two weeks in a row where we were in Milwaukee and we were in um, um, IRP and um, in the Truck Series, and then you know, uh, same thing last week in in Darlington, and the week prior to that, that you know, a couple of weeks prior to that, where you know, teams had teams had not been able to get through inspection through in the required number of time, the required time. So they had to set them to the side and re-inspect them the next day. And, you know, NASCAR has continued to kind of take this inspection thing really seriously. And in the fact that in the Xfinity Series, they're now reducing it down from three passes into it to two passes uh, before they start throwing people out there. So, um, you know, I, you know, I, I, is this a catalyst in some ways for, for them to do it in the other series? I think so. I think they're going to, start kind of cracking down because, you know, with this next-gen car, um, you know, a majority of the parts and pieces all come in there prefabbed, and, you know, it's a builder kit, and you put it all together, and you really don't have a lot of work that you have to do to it from uh, from from the old way versus the new way. And, yeah, I know a lot of teams go in there, and they, they have said repeatedly to NASCAR that the quality assurance and the quality inspection of some of these parts are – coming to them damaged or they don't fit in correctly and then they have to um you know manipulate them in some ways to get them to fit on the car correctly and then they go through inspection and then find out that a manipulated part that they had to fit into place was you know failing inspection causing them to go back through again so you know for for Bubba Wallace and everybody else that is experiencing this it's you know I think there's a multitude of issues and I, I don't know the particular, you know, area in which, you know, he failed, you know, that, that ultimately sent him out of there. But, you know, again, it's, it's it's becoming something that NASCAR is just looking at even more seriously and even changing the rules in the lower series, which, uh, you know, maybe be the catalyst for, for 2024 when the renewed rules package comes out. But inspection is now like you, you don't fail if you fail in the second one or start throwing people out of there. So, um you know, I think NASCAR wants to get these cars through there, and they want to be, you know, be able to get on and do other things, and don't want to be tied up with inspection. And I think it's just, you know, this this is a way in which they're going to start accomplishing that. And you know, I thought they, you know, they thought by throwing people out after three times, and you know, uh, you know, would would start kind of turning that turning that corner per se, but, you know, we still see this almost week in and week out that somebody's being thrown out of there because they're not making it through in the required number of times. So if that rule moves on to the Cup Series next year, you know, we, we see this as a catalyst as the why. We're talking to Steve Wilson, editor-in-chief of SpeedwayDigest.com. You're all one-stop shop for NASCAR. Check him out, uh, SpeedwayDigest.com. And Steve's also our official NASCAR contributor. We're talking about the NASCAR playoffs. Uh, Kyle Larson, uh, with his win last Sunday uh, in the NASCAR Series uh, playoff, uh, secured his spot in the round of 12. So 15 drivers are going to be looking to join uh, Larson in the next round uh, by surviving the, the challenging one-and-a-half-mile uh, Kansas Speedway. 
and Kansas Speedway. Uh, and uh, but uh, so we'll we'll see what happens there in the Sunflower State. I bet you're impressed that I know that that was the Sunflower State. I didn't know that because I eat a lot of sun. I didn't even I eat know a lot of sun. Yeah, I eat a lot of sunflowers, and I happen to see that stat. Don't ever commit any useless knowledge to me, bud, because I, I'm there. I, I'll remember it forever. Like, you know, do you know, uh, like, I, I digress here, but do you know where the, the phrase uh, bring home the bacon came from? No idea. It used to be a reward that was given to husbands from their wives for working and not arguing with them. True story. <laughs> I digress. I I digress, man. So I'm I'm full of useless knowledge. But anyway, Sunflower State, Kansas. Uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about uh, who who's who, who we're watching here. Uh, we know now that Bubba Wallace has got himself in a pickle. Kevin Harvick, his final year, kind of kind of iffy there. Let's talk. Just run through a little through the hot seat here, and let's just see uh, where where we're at. Let's talk a little bit about William Byron. He he would clinch for 53 points, 55 points if Reddick, Busher, Hamlin, or Truex Jr. win. Needs help if Bush, uh, Kurt Busch, uh, Bryce Lasky, uh, Blaney, Ch- Chastain, and La- uh, Logano win. William Byron, does he make it on to the, uh, the, the field of 12? Yes. I don't see. He has, he has enough uh, – um, um, playoff points and things like that, that is just going to carry him over in this first stage. So, I mean, this first round. Um, so, no, I, I, even without a win this week or next week, he's good to go. What are your thoughts about Tyler Reddick? A new car this season. He certainly did a great job in his new car, his new team, Tyler Reddick. Yeah, last week, I mean, he put on an impressive show. Uh, he, he fought with uh, Denny, Denny Hamlin, his own car owner, last week in the Southern 500. He stayed up front uh, all race long when when his own car owner had problems on pit road that sent him to the back. Tyler Reddick was still up there uh, racing Kyle Larson there at the end of the race. So um, very impressive run last week. Uh, he got him a lot of points last week that are going to help him out. Um, I think he's a, he's also another one that will be good to go. Let's talk a little bit about Chris Buescher. I like Chris Buescher. He's made me a little money this season. Chris Buescher, does he make it to the round of 12? He's kind of the hot new thing right now. We And, you know, really, RFK racing as a whole between both him and Brad Kozlowski, I'm just going to loop them together for you real quick here. Um, you know, the two of them this year has have been very impressive. You know, we, we saw Chris Buescher go back-to-back and wins. He's been somebody that um, – you know, has won not only those back-to-back wins, but won a third time this season, too. RFK Racing as a whole, even Brad Keselowski, even though that he has not been able to um, visit Victory Lane, um, you know, this year, he's been very impressive in which uh, RFK Racing has also finished these races 1-2, which is something that they hadn't done since, like, the very early 80s. And And I heard this uh, a couple of weeks ago when it happened, and I want to say it was like either 83 or 85 that this happened, it, that the last time that Roush had finished 1-2 in a race like that was something like 83 or 85. So 
you know, Brad Kozlowski coming on board has really turned them around, and we're seeing that already with Brad, uh, Chris Buescher, um finishing, you know, winning three races, going back-to-back. We've seen Brad Kozlowski follow him and, and has been, you know, a good teammate helping Chris Buescher in a lot of ways. So, yes, I, th- I think the two of them between, you know, they figure something out that we, they can work together. Um, this first round, I it, you know, Chris – Chris Buescher is good to go. Brad Kozlowski is good to go. I think when we start getting into the second round, Brad Kozlowski is probably one out of the two that are going to have to step up just because of the fact he doesn't have the stage points that Chris does via his wins. Uh, Real quickly, what about Denny Hamlin? Does does he go all the way and race Kyle Larson for a championship? What a story that would be to talk about, huh? I think honestly, you know, I, you know, Denny Hamlin has become our generation's Mark Martin. Um, Agree. Become Agreed. so close so many times, and just can't, just can't close, just can't close it all out. Um, can he go all the way to Phoenix? Yes, but he's going to have to do something different that he's not done in the past. Stake last week in the opening round. And it wasn't, you know, you know, mistakes happen, and he was the only playoff driver that had mistakes last week. But, you know, those critical mistakes last week where he could have been the one up there that 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 beat Kyle Larson, or you know, he was the one leading it, you know, leading and could have won that race and wouldn't have had to fight with either Kyle Larson or, or Tyler Reddick. And you know, it's small things like that that will start chipping away with Denny Hamlin over the next nine weeks, eight weeks, or whatever it is. And and, and those will be the things that ultimately decide, um, does he win the championship this year or not? And, you know, we've seen this happen to, you know, Mark Martin, you know, back in his day. And and now Denny Hamlin has become this generation's Mark Martin in a lot of ways. One last driver that I'd like to get your thoughts on. He's obviously uh, renewed his contract. We thought maybe he wouldn't be back in 2024. He will be back in 2024. Martin Truex Jr., where's he at? Where where, where we think he's going to end up at? You know, again, um, last week, you know, Martin Truex Jr. had a lot of headwinds coming into the playoffs. He's a regular season champion. And, you know, even, you know, even though that he didn't win the most number, number of races throughout the year in the regular season that went to William Byron he still won three races and became the regular season champion a lot of that is due to the consistency of him last week Joe Gibbs racing between him Christopher Bell and Denny Hamlin did not have the best of showing last week and at one point Martin Truex Jr. was was not even on the lead lap in the Southern 500 he ended up he ended up having to get a lap back during that and Christopher Bell and Denny Hamlin were back there with him, you know, very far back. So, again, uh, you know, Martin Truex Jr., you know, has has a lot of possibilities to go out there. And I know, you know, he was, you know, debating about coming back this year, and he's going to come back one more year. But how many one more years does he have? I mean, he has a championship exactly. already. Um, uh-huh. You know, how, how many more? how many more one more years does he come back? But again, uh, can he turn this around? Yes, because Kansas has been a good track to him in the past, and he could very well just go on and win this thing tomorrow after, uh, afternoon, and then solidify himself into the next round. 
I just think they have to knock that off from last week. Joe Gibbs Racing as a whole, him, Bell, and Hamlin all have to knock off what happened at, at, at you know, Darlington last week and look to this week. And, you know, I think a lot of favorite could be on Martin Truex Jr. to win this race tomorrow. That, that would be an awesome win for him. And, you know, I, I love it. Like you said, how many more one-year-olds does he have left? We used to say that about Tom Brady. So, <laughs> Father time doesn't wait for anybody, so <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, obviously, uh, 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 Xfinity is qualified right now. Ryan Seed, Kyle Weatherman, and, and Connor Mozak are, are in the in the lead of the field, so we don't know exactly who's going to be on the pole or where the qualifying order is. We do know there will be no Cup drivers because this is the last uh, race, uh, regular season race of Xfinity. But are, are you brave enough to give us a pick for today's Xfinity race and tomorrow's uh, NASCAR race, sir? Um, ask me later. Ask you later. <laughs> I, I, ask me later. In other words, text you after after they qualify. Okay, I I can I, I can do that yeah. for you. So your 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 commanders start the season off tomorrow. It's some promising talk about the commanders. Uh, they got the card. Uh, the Cardinals visit. Uh, Cardinals aren't going to be very good this year. A lot of talk about the the Commanders. Got a new quarterback. Uh, are are you ready? Are you ready for the 2023 uh, Commander season, sir? Yeah, we'll see what this new leadership can do up there in, in Washington. So we we will see. But you know what? What I'm even more excited about. I'm I'm excited for Florida State. They were number eight last week and knocked off number five LSU. I so, saw that. Um, I saw that. <laughs> so and uh, they joined. They joined. Go ahead. No, I don't know what the spread was on that. I was I was looking at that game earlier. I'm not, but yes, I I totally agree. Florida State's going to be the Seminoles are going to be a a. a, a uh, I was real quickly seeing if I could find the. Uh, spread here. I don't have the spread pulled up. Yeah, they're here, four so. now. They do. They after that. After that. After that um, game, they came out number four. So they beat LSU number five, and they're now they're now ranked fourth. So you know they they joined Coach Prime last week and knocking off a, a higher ranked team. And you know we came in number eight, which you know we got a lot of promise this year for Florida State too. So um, I'm I'm excited for them. So when are you and the family moving down there? I know you're down there like a hundred times a year. When are you, when are you guys moving down there from Virginia? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, we talk about this all the time, and I, I try and convince them. I don't know if I ever will, but I am down there an awful lot. Yeah, I, I, I used to live in Lakeland, so I love Florida. I don't necessarily like it in the heat of the summer. Uh, but one one thing I, I always knew there was going to be a, a rain shower as brief as it may be, <laughs> just to make it hotter in in Florida. But yeah, I, I used to live in Lakeland for a few years, so yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a good little city. To live. That's cool. So, yeah, yeah. All right, Steve. Where can people find your work at Masterpieces, sir? Follow us at Speedway Digest on Twitter, Facebook.com/slash Speedway Digest, and SpeedwayDigest.com. Hi, right, buddy. Have a good race weekend. We'll see what happens on the other side, sir. Oh, man. Catch you next week. Bye. All right. Steve Wilson, editor-in-chief of Speedway Digest, uh, joins us to uh, uh, break down the playoff uh, season. And uh, 
you know, I wish Tony could have joined us to give him a hard time. Good friend of mine, good friend of the show. Certainly hope he feels better that COVID is 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 nothing to to wish on anybody. Let's just hope people let's not push the panic buttons, okay? It's all right, it's okay, don't worry. Don't put that mask back on. All right, I won't sing Saturday morning karaoke to you. I promise. My name is Sam Marquis, El Presidente. It is time to boogie on. Week one of the NFL, right around the corner, we'll be at the Colts game. A rooting on our Colts as we start another season. I don't expect them to win more than four. But, hey, go Colts. Go Anthony Richardson. It's NFL. I tell you, life is good. Again, the NASCAR playoffs is going on. Uh, so uh, we got a lot of good things here as we move into fall. I love fall. Give me some pumpkin spice coffee. No, that's my daughter. My daughter loves the pumpkin spice uh, uh, latte, all of that stuff. It, which, by the way, you can get you some pumpkin spice there at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Do it. My name's Tom Marcus El Presidente. Time for me to boogie on down the road. Don't drink and drive. It isn't cool. I'm out of here. Deuces. Whoa, 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 whoa.